0: Welcome to 100 Stories of Hope. I'm your host, Joel Buckland. And today I'm going to be talking to, I think, the most special guest of the whole show, who (laughs) has worked tirelessly late until late hours, early mornings till late, making sure everyone gets an opportunity to share their story. Welcome, Anne Buckland. Thank you. Thank you. Turn things on its head and start getting some of your stories. Yeah. So, Anne, what does hope look like to you?
1: It's a really good question. And I think the whole journey of this, this weekend has taken me to realize that hope is a very complicated, not complicated. It, hope is very simple, but it's very complex and it's multifaceted. But at its core, it is something that drives us and it's something that spurs us on. But it's also something that we can give to each other. I think equally, by that same measure, it is something we can take from each other. So an unkind word here or there, or an, if something hasn't been thought through properly, a, a statement or something, it's easy to take someone's hope. That may be a little bit, that may be a lot. But equally, it is also equally as easy to send someone's hope soaring by a kind word, by encouragement. Um And I think for me, hope is that thing that just keeps us going. It keeps us going despite whatever we can see around us. It keeps us thinking. Hope is thinking what if. I like that. What if I could just do? Or what if this situation changed? And I think hope is always holding on to the what if.
0: I like that. I like that a lot. Hope is what if. I think that's quite a powerful statement as well. If you try and break that down, I like that. Sorry, I won't go on too long, but that's got me thinking.
1: <laughs> well, that's good. Um, yeah, I think it's just, it's it's that ability to keep questioning and thinking something different could happen. Even when people are being told, you know, so many times in our lives, we get, whether they're throwaway comments from people or whether they're people really meaning to do this to to other people, someone trying to put parameters on someone. And actually that hope rises when they say, well, no, what if, what if, what if we could do different? What if life doesn't happen to be this way? What if?
0: So if hope is what if,
1: Hmm.
0: can you think of a story that will help show that in action?
1: I think for that story, I have to turn the mirror back onto myself. And I think I so I grew up hearing stories of Cory Temboon of Brother Andrew of and actually Christian and secular. I know we've we've talked a lot in the faith arena in this series but we've also talked a lot in the secular. And I wanted that to be deliberately so some people get their hope from faith but others get their hope in other areas and I think we need to understand all people to really understand how multifaceted hope is. Um but I got a lot of strength from reading stories about people who thought, what if? Corrie Ten Boone looked at the plight of the Jews as the Second World War was kicking off and she said, what if we could save them? She couldn't save all of them, but what if she could save the ones in front of her? And Brother Andrew, when the Eastern Bloc went up, thought, what if we could get Bibles in there? And I think for me, I am... One of life's people that thinks, what if, what if we can, <laughs> what if we could do a hundred podcasts in a weekend, that <laughs> you know, <laughs> just that little idea that, <laughs> but what if, and I, I think that drove me on a, to start a career in TV thinking, what if, but the story that really I want to speak about is us setting up a business of we do stories. And it came out of a desire to want to use my skills for good. It came out of a desire to know that communication is powerful. Lots of people are very good at communication, but there are equally lots of people who have fantastic stories to tell who aren't so good at communication. And what if I could use my skills to help pull out those stories? What if I could help people share their stories so effectively that we could change things? Um, And I think, yeah, the what if I could use what I have in front of me, which is communication to be able to go on and actually say to a wider group of people, the world doesn't have to be how you see it. It can be different. It can be better. We can improve it. Um, and I think it's that that what if that keeps me going. Um, through setting up a business, you and I know that that has been hard at points and it's had its challenges. And at many times it's had people saying, oh, you know, you, know, you tried. You tried. So, So why don't you do something safe now? And both you and I are the kind of people that think, no, what if? We, we believe that this has value and we believe this is worth doing. Um, and yeah, I, I just think I'm probably one of life's natural people that thinks what if, sometimes to the detriment of having <laughs> a bank holiday weekend. <laughs> but equally, I believe in the bigger picture. And I believe that, that what if? What if we could do something that just chips away at helping people right now?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And this is what we saw in each other when we first met now. Yeah. What listeners yeah. may not realize is despite actually having similar careers and um, similar passions, and actually uh, I think at one point we worked out that our families may have met at one point. Um yeah. <laughs> And um, you may have even been in the audience on one of my dad's talks. <laughs> but. We'd never actually met um, until we met online. Mm. Yeah. And it's the conversation that we kept coming back to was, of, what if you'd just come back from Kenya after the um, Westgate siege? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'd not been long back after being going to Ethiopia um, and working with the government there about telling stories that change their national identity and change, um, helps build business, helps build tourism. And I think that's where we connected is those stories of what if, stories that would make a change. Um, and that's driven our relationship. And it was a week after we got married that we turned our freelance careers into a an official business registered yeah. as a, a limited company at that point uh, the brand had been going but the the company got registered then and so you're definitely someone you know me knowing you I can see this coming out in your behavior mm. um, which for me is exciting to see even when <laughs> I lose my bank holidays <laughs> and feel ever so tired <laughs> yeah. so well done and thank you for sharing
1: thank you